The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Now, as Jesus and his disciples went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to Jesus and asked, Lord, do not care that my sister has left me to do all the works by myself. Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There's need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Alleluia. It seems to me a lot of people are very busy these days. I often ask people whom I have not seen for a long time how it's going. The response has always been the same. I've been too busy. I'm overwhelmed with work. Mother was too busy. So over 2,000 years ago, people were busy. In the third century, some Christians living behind the business of the world went into the desert, fleeing from the contempt of the world and all its busyness, and went to deserts to pray and to find God. Today, we have people who are known as desert fathers and mothers who dedicate their lives to prayer. The modern man tries to fill himself up with things because he is afraid to be alone. We are afraid to be in solitude. To be in solitude is life. In solitude, I discover the real me. I'm not the things I fill myself up with. I'm an inner solitude that waits to be filled with the love of God, that waits to listen to the voice of Christ, to recognize Jesus as someone who loves me and who wants to stay with me. However, thought of how nice it might be to leave behind the busyness of the world, to leave behind your home, job, friends, internet, phone, just to be with the Lord, 
Have you ever thought how beautiful it might be just to slow down? The sick, the homebound, those in nursing homes remind us of the need to slow down. I imagine when I get to 90 years, I will slow down and go for bingo. Today's first reading was a story of 90 years old woman and 100 years old man. They did not seem to be slowing down. Abraham was 100 years when he saw the visitor coming into the direction of his tent. How did he react? He ran into the entrance to meet them and said, If you have found favor with me, do not pass your servant by. He went back and put a 90 years old woman to walk. Then he ran to the herd and took a calf to be slaughtered and handed it over to his servants. Abraham and Sarah prepared and served a lavish meal to their guests. They slaughtered a calf and baked the bread with 26 pounds of flour. That was pretty generous for old couple in the desert. The French has a saying, gift implies gift. What were the return gifts Sarah and Abraham received as a result of their generosity? Sarah conceived and gave birth to his son. In today's gospel, Martha entertained Jesus in her home. Did she receive blessing for her hospitality like Sarah and Abraham? On the contrary, summer is generally a season of hospitality, of entertaining guests, family members, and old friends. Our sympathy are probably with mother in today's gospel because almost all of us have been there, very busy about many things, anxious and upset. Though our sympathy may be with mother, the lesson to be learned clearly lies with Mary, sitting at the feet of Jesus, the teacher. First, Mary reminds us that what counts in life is not only the events we plan or the things we do for each other. What counts, rather, is the time that we are willing to share with one another. This applies not only to be a good host, but also to be a good friend, a good parent, and a good spouse. So we must learn how to spend quality time with friends and families. Secondly, sitting at the feet of Jesus, Mary models for us the importance of listening. To be a good host, friend, and parent, 
and grandparent to be a good son and daughter, we must become a good listener. When we listen, we are saying we care. When we listen, we become healers of loneliness that hits badly on us. Tell how we relate to each other is a mirror image. They feel, they feel upside of how we relate to God. If we don't know how to carve our time for each other, if we don't develop our skills as a listener, what makes us to think that we are going to give God the gifts of our time? Let alone listen to the ways in which God speaks to us. Some couples are lonely, although they live together. Their phones, televisions, internets, and now their companions. In listening to Jesus, Mary ends up listening to the very word of God. The gospel also shows us something more. Doing the right thing at the wrong time. At this moment, Jesus was going to Jerusalem to experience his passion. His whole being was taken off with intensity of the inner battle to do his will or his father's will. All he wanted was quietness. if only for an hour or two, and that was what Martha gave him. That was what Mary gave him, and Martha, in her kindness, was trying to destroy. Jesus was saying, I don't want a big spread. All I want is attention, someone to share my feelings with. At times in our lives, we feel like talking to someone, having someone to listen to us. That was what Jesus wanted at that point in time. Mary understood that, and mother did not. Often we want to be kind to people, but we want to be kind to people in our own way. And should it happen that our way is not necessarily the way we sometimes take offense and think that we are not appreciated. So mother got it wrong because her concern was what to do for Jesus and not what does Jesus wants her to do for him. So let us not only think about what to do to friends, spouse, children, but what we they want us to do for them. I remember back home, a man was working very hard, making sure that all provisions were met, but he had no time for the wife. He had no time for the children, even though they were living in mansion. 
Finally, we can look at this gospel from a point of view of balance. What is balance? It is something of equal weight used to provide equilibrium. This is a metaphor for life. When we are always active, putting things only on one plate of our lives, we begin to lose our balance. When we are always busy, we lose our balance. In life, we have to balance between rest and activity, prayer and work, between listening to Jesus and serving Christ in others. Amidst the busyness of life, we should create time for God. I don't think giving God an hour a week is enough because in a day we have 24 good hours. You can ask ourselves, how many minutes do I give to God each day? However, life is not all about praying. No, we can't be too busy without prayer. And we can't spend our entire life praying. St. Francis of Assisi had intuition that Jesus' life was about prayer and service. He retired to the desert to pray and then came out to teach, to heal, and be among the people. For some of us, we are like Mary. We need to step up. We need to be a little active. The church gives us corporal and spiritual works of mercy through which we can engage ourselves in the work of God. If you are like mother, you need to slow down. A modern world with all its time-saving devices has not eased the problem of time, of time pressure. We all face deadlines. Either it is preparing for dinner or completing a report for some important events at work, many urgent things are good causes. But if you are not careful, busyness will crowd out that essential time we need with our Lord. In his presence, there is joy. In his presence, there is peace. In his presence, there is salvation.